0: And joining me right now here on the phone line to talk all things Florida Tech basketball, especially after their huge win over the weekend at home against number 3-ranked Nova Southeastern, he's my good friend, Head Basketball Coach Billy Mims. Coach, how you doing today?
1: I'm on cloud nine right now, Mark. You know, we just beat the number 3-ranked team in the nation, as you said, and our team has been playing really good basketball. A uh, couple of our players uh, got individual awards this week. Uh, won a national award and uh, one from the conference, so uh, things are going real good right now in the world of basketball at Florida Tech.
0: Let's go over the win. Then you guys win ninety to eighty at home last Saturday. How did you guys get the W then?
1: Well, I tell you, Mark, what's been the key to our success this year has been defense. Uh, currently, right now, I think you know we're still nationally ranked in uh, three or four categories. You know, we don't give up a lot of points per game. Uh, Right now, we're giving up about, uh, on average, on the season, uh, about 65 points a game. Uh, Secondly, uh, we're one of the best teams in the nation in defensive field goal percentage, and that means we contest every shot. So it makes it very difficult for teams to score against us because, you know, the percentages are very low. So, Our opponents right now are only making 37% of their shots. Uh, And and then the third category that we're really proud of is we're second in the nation right now in block shots per game. We have several really, really good shot blockers on our team. Uh, So, you know, we're one of the nation's best at blocking shots. And then the fourth category is steals per game. We're also one of the nation's best and the leader in our conference uh, averaging uh, 2.8 steals, almost three steals per game, is a grad senior, uh, Niall Harris. So we really play defense. And when you say what well, helped us beat Nova Southeastern, that's definitely the key. They lead. The, they were came into the game second in the nation in scoring, averaging 105 points per game, Mark. We held them 25 points below their season average. And when you play a team like Nova – It's very difficult to slow down that kind of up-tempo, high-energy, high-octane offense if a team is averaging over 100 points a game, and we held them to 80. So very, very proud of our defensive effort in that game.
0: That is awesome stuff. We are here with head basketball coach Billy Mims, Florida Tech. Um, You guys are going to be at the University of Tampa, but I want to ask you this. You guys played them so tough in the conference semifinals tournament last year. And you lose. I mean, I know you're right there. You go to overtime. They went on to win the national championship. Was it nice getting a little revenge and winning that game last weekend?
1: Well, you know, everything in sport, Mark, and, and you know this because sport is your life too. Uh, everything in sport is a process. And over the last three games that we've played Nova Southeastern, And the the last game we played them at home at our place last year before the conference tournament, we held them to 79 points.
0: Yeah. And
1: then we played them in the conference tournament and held them to 80 in regulation. The game went to overtime. We were the only team in the country that they didn't beat in regulation play. It was the only overtime they'd been in. And then this year we held them to 80 at home and beat them – So there was a process through that. The one where we held them to 79 last year, our best player at the time, Seshon Russell, did not play in that game. And I felt like if he had played, we probably would have won the game. And then the game at their place went to overtime, and it just felt like, you know, again, we were right there knocking on the door, but it was on their court, and it was in the conference semifinals, had we have been able to pull that off, I believe that would have been the ticket to the NCAA tournament for us. So it ended our season last year at their place. Mm. You better believe we wanted some sweet revenge at home this year, and we got it. And for people out there that don't know a lot about Division II basketball, Mark, Nova Southeastern had only lost one regular season game in three years coming into uh, our the defeat at our place this weekend. One regular season loss in three years. And the other interesting stat is last year, you know, we say they were the defending national champions. They were thirty six and O in division two basketball last year, the defending national champions this year. And the an interesting thing about that is though, but people say what's division two? Well, let's, let's define that a little bit, Mark. In preseason last year, the Nova Southeastern Sharks played the University of Miami Hurricanes at Miami, an ACC team that ultimately went to the Division One Final Four, the men's basketball championship last year, Final Four, in the, the culmination of March Madness. So the Miami Hurricanes must have been a pretty good Division One team. But Nova had them on the ropes and were leading the game with five minutes to go at Miami, ultimately lost, I believe, by six or eight points. But it was a very, very close basketball game at the University of Miami, high-scoring basketball game as well, very high-scoring game because of the style of basketball that that Nova played. And then again, so in that game, people in Miami last year got to see two of the best teams in the country. A division one team that went to the final four and a division two team that had an undefeated season and became national champions. So again, our league is a division one caliber league and to knock off Nova uh, and do it. We were 20 points up, Mark, with 10 minutes to go in the game. So in the end, we win by 10, 90 to 80, but we held them to 27 points in the first half and ultimately had built a 20-point lead in the second half with 10 minutes to go. Somebody said to me as well mm. that uh, the, the the lead that we held on them, that they hadn't been down 20 points in a game since, like, 2013. So I'm not sure how accurate that is, but somebody said that to me, and I was like, wow. Um, you know, they had not been that deep in a hole in quite a long time. So, again, I thought our kids played an unbelievable basketball game. I mean, all five starters scored in double figures, Mark. We had two players over 20. We had Basan Edwards with a game-high 28 points. He was four for nine from three and six of six at the free throw line. Um, we had David McCullough, uh, who scored 22 points in the game had a a phenomenal night. He was two for four behind the arc and 10 for 12 at the free throw line. We also out-rebounded Nova 40 to 33. We dominated the boards. We played as a team. We had 20 assists in the game while Nova only had eight assists in the game. We had six steals in the game and seven blocked shots in the game. Elias Martin blocked five shots in the game He's, uh, our leading shot blocker right now. He blocked five shots in the game. And this week, uh, yesterday morning for his effort, defensive effort in that Nova Southeastern game, he, uh, he became, he was named the Sunshine State Conference Defensive Player of the Week.
0: Nice. We're here with Billy Mims, head basketball coach of Florida Tech. I know you wanted to get it all out there. It was a big win and update the scoreboard it's now uh two losses in three years in regular season games for Nova Southeastern. <laughs> and I know you respect That's them. Right. Yeah. I know you respect well, them. They're a okay. great team. I know. Well, but you, know it's what's inter-
1: you know what's interesting about that? What? The, the, two, the other team that beat them, the only two losses they have in regular season play in three years, mm. the other team was Florida Southern. And we just, a week, a week ago, a week before the Nova win, we knocked off Florida Southern at home, so uh, again, that just shows you how well we're playing right now. At the time that we beat both of those teams, both were first place in the conference. Florida Southern came in, we knocked them off, then Nova came in, number three in the nation, number one in our conference, and we knocked them off, so right now we feel like you know we're competing at the highest level possible in the Sunshine State Conference, and if we can stay healthy and we continue to improve, uh, it, it's, you know, it bodes well for our team this season.
0: What was it like post game? You're in the locker room with your guys after getting that win.
1: <laughs> well, you're going to laugh when I say this, but I don't go in the locker room after the game. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and I'll tell you why. I used to, I used to always go in the locker room after game. And then, you know, you know, I spent 12 years as a pro coach in England, yeah. or in Europe, because not, not all in England, but in Europe. And, you know, when you're a pro coach and you're playing like 80 games a year and the season goes on for eight months, you, you kind of learn one thing, that you don't want any single game. You can't get too high or too low because the next day you're probably playing again. You know, or two days later you're playing again, and you might have four games that week at and you're traveling, you know, long, long distances. So you can't get too high, too low. And most of the time when you go in the locker room after the game, you're either just jumping up and down crazy mad that you won or you're in there screaming and shouting because you got your butt speed. And either way, it's, it's very emotional. And what I've always thought is I go in there, and if I'm screaming and shouting after the game because I'm mad that we lost, I haven't even watched the film yet. I've barely had a chance to break down the stats of the game, so I'm probably going to go in there and say something I'm going to regret. On the other hand, if I'm ecstatic that we won, I'm you know I'm going in there and I'm and same thing. I haven't really digested why we won yet. So what I like to do is I let the players be players, let them have fun, let them celebrate, but we will talk about it as a team the day after when i've watched the film when my assistants and i have broken down all the stats we've analyzed the analytics as to why we won or why we lost and now we try to come out on the next day with a real professional response to the game and their performance without the emotion and that way we feel like we just we can improve more so i know people like to see the scenes of Coach walking in the locker room and getting the bucket dumped on him or dancing around and stuff. (laughs) And and believe me, I've been there. I've done that. But now what we tend to do is we tell our guys after the game, we meet with them on the court for about a a minute. So I do get to really – if you look back at that game, it wasn't in the locker room, but it was on the free throw line in front of our team bench that we were in a big huddle. We were doing some serious dancing. And if anybody's got a video of that, I'd love to see it.
0: I uh, me too. I thought
1: I was gonna get, I thought I was gonna get crushed in the middle of that dance out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, you look at your guys' schedule. You guys are not going to become road warriors because it feels like your schedule so far. You guys have been home a lot, which is great, home cooking. But I know you're going to be at Tampa tonight. Is this now going to be a stretch where there's going to be a lot of road games coming up?
1: Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there, Mark. You know, we've been very, very good at home this year. And, and now we have one on the road, uh, but now we have to go on the road and become very good at it. Our last two games on the road, we lost very close games, one of them in overtime. And in and, and all three of our losses this year, all three, you know, we're 11-3 and three right now and playing really good basketball. But in all three losses this year, We lost one by one point on the last second possession at home that we shouldn't have lost. We lost one in overtime on the road that we shouldn't have lost. And then we lost a close one on the road that we shouldn't have lost. But in all three games, Mark, we blew the leads late in the game. And we've got to get better. (sighs) Excuse me. Had to sneeze there. We've got to get better at, at protecting those leads on the road and, and I think it's just a mentality thing. It's like at home, we're extremely, extremely comfortable at home. When you go on the road, you know, there's all types of things that can go against you. And, you know, we play on the on the day of the game. We're not like the big Division One programs that fly to play and you spend a night in a hotel and you practice the night before on the other court. And then you get up in the morning and you have a shoot around on that court. And then you go back and play the game. Heck, you've been there for 48 hours. You've been on the court twice before you play a game. It's certainly a lot easier to do that. We'll get on a bus this afternoon at 2.30 and make a three-hour ride across the state to Tampa, get off the bus at at uh, 5.30 at the University of Tampa, get in our locker room, get taped, try to get the bus out of our legs, get stretched. And then we'll get 30 minutes or so of warm up on the court before we play. So in the sunshine state conference where every opponent is in the state of Florida, you know, we have three hour, three and a half hour, four hour trips, but they're all on the same day. So it's definitely a challenge to, to be consistent and good on the road in our league, because every team is good in our league. There are no bad teams in the sunshine state conference and, you know, if you start looking at their record sometimes, you think it's going to be an easy win. Mm. Tonight we're going to go against a Tampa team that doesn't have a great overall record. But their head coach is a head coach who's actually won the Division II National Championship in his career. He's been a Division I head coach. He's been in this league and won it many, many times. So they're having a tough season right now. If you look at their records, you'd say, oh, they're not very good. But then, if you break it down and look at who they've played and how close a lot of their losses were, you know, they are appointed to here or there from being a winning team. So we have to go in every game on the road, and, and tonight is no different. You know, everybody says, hey, you beat the number three ranked team in the nation. What a win. And you do believe that. You say, God, that was a great win. It was a historic win in our program. But guess what? It's one win in a tough conference, and tonight it's going to mean exactly the same thing. When we go to the University of Tampa tonight, it's another game. We need another win, and the win tonight in in context of the league standings will count exactly the same as that big win over the number three-ranked team in the nation that we had on Saturday. So every game in the SSC is a big game.
0: That's a great, great answer. We are here with Billy Mims, head basketball coach of Florida Tech. I know it, I said this the other day on the air and I want your thoughts. I said, this is grinder time. This is it. This is the time. All right. Game midweek, game at the end of the week. Midweek, weekend. No, 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 no. Is it nonstop for you right now till we get to March Madness now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. You know, people don't realize this, but our schedule in the Sunshine State Conference in the spring. Mm-hmm. It's just you, you play every Wednesday and Saturday. Yeah. Those are the league games. Now, once in a while, we moved one. Like Rollins, we are going to play at Rollins on Tuesday um, instead of Wednesday. But for the most part, it's Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. And what that means is that you're going to play a game, say, on Saturday, so you get Thursday and Friday to prep for that game. Two days. Two days to prep for that game. Then you are got to take Sunday off because the NCAA rules say you have to take one day a week off. And then you've got a game coming up on Wednesday, you get Monday, Tuesday. So you only have two days to prep, and there's no time to celebrate. You know, you, you start, you think about, God, it was a great win. Let's celebrate, you know, let's, let's really enjoy this win. No, the very next day you start breaking down film and stats and analyzing the next opponent. Because as soon as that game's over, as a coaching staff, we all start delving into the film and video and clips, and, and we're watching hours and hours of film to prepare our guys for practice, to prepare ourselves for the next game. So it's two days of practice and film and play. Two days of practice and film and play. So you love it. gauntlet
0: that we're on. It's you a love, it. you <laughs> love it. You love it. The best part for our listeners is we're here with Billy Mims, head basketball coach at Florida Tech. I talked to you on the cell phone. Uh, was it Sunday? I don't even know what day it is. Sunday or Monday. And your voice, oh, man. <laughs> It was in full so – I'm like, are you okay? Like, is it – at first I'm like, what, this guy's got the flu? No, no, you're just in basketball mode during the season. That's your voice, right?
1: That's what happened. Well, you you caught me right after a game, you know. Yeah. Like, now you see it's – I've had a few days to recover from that game now, but, you know, the day after a game, it's, it's, it's a brutal morning voice-wise. But, you know, we've got great kids, and, you know, I'm, I'm just – I'm so proud – the win against Nova, here's something else. You know, we were battling a couple of injuries as well to some key personnel that, you know, would have played some minutes for us in the game. And, you know, the game was just one of those games where it got so tight, Mark. I got very conservative. I told you the entire starting five had double-digit scoring. All five starters played tremendously great yeah. against Nova Southeastern. But we only played six players in the game. They played 10, they had a starting five and a second five, and they bring all five out and five in, and they rotate because you know, they're a team that run and gun and try to put up 100 points a game. And we tried to turn it into a half-court battle to, make, say, to them, say to them, look, we're not going to get into a track meet with you. We're going to go toe-to-toe in the half-court. We're going to make you guard us. We're going to guard you. We're going to stop this high-octane offense, slow you down, and make you play real basketball. We did a great job of that, but we did it playing only six players in the game. If you look at the minutes played, that you'll laugh. Our starting point guard, Rasan Edwards, played 40 minutes and had a game high 28 points um, and four assists. And then we've got a uh, uh, Nile Harris played 37 minutes, David McCullough 37 minutes. Chase Thompson, 37 minutes. Man. Elias Martin, 35 minutes. And then our sub that we kind of moved around and had him get Max Polk played about 14, 15 minutes. So we played six players throughout that entire game. And it wasn't that we couldn't have gone deeper into our bench, but the game got so tight. We were, that group was playing so well that we just didn't want to disrupt anything because. You're playing a team that can get on a run, and Nova, because of the style of basketball they play, they put up 20 points and before you can bat an eye. So we wanted to continue to say, this is the way we're going to play this game, and, and I couldn't be more proud of the six guys who played, as well as everybody who didn't play in the game, because our scout team was unbelievable the two days prior in preparing. So sometimes people come to a game and they say, oh, wow, they only played six guys. The rest of those guys must not be very good or uh, only six guys should be happy, you know? No. Every single guy on our roster who was healthy in preparation for that game helped us win that game. And it's critical in those two days of prep that you have guys who might not actually get into the game, but they're going to be on the scout team in practice preparing the five, six, eight, nine guys that play in the game Mm. To, to be as successful as possible. So really extremely proud of every single player in our program for the job we did in, in beating the number three ranked team in the nation. Uh, and I'll say this as well, David McCullough right now is, is, one of, is leading our team in scoring. He's second, I believe, on our team in rebounding. And I told you, you know, Elias Martin, our top shot blocker and our best defensive player, was crowned the Sunshine State Conference Defensive Player of the Week for his effort, five blocked shots against Nova. David this week was named to the Bevo Francis one, Top 100 Watch List, which is the award every year that is given to the best player in college basketball outside of Division One, and that is all levels. So it's a massive challenge to win that. I mean, you think Division One? well, that's 300 teams and the best player in Division one that's a huge award. But the Bevo Francis Award goes to the best player in college basketball in Division Two, II, Division Three, NAIA, any other aspect outside of Division One. Nice. So they have come up with a top 100 watch list. That that's the first step in getting the award. Are you in that top 100 from all those different divisions? And uh, congratulations to David McCullough, our leading scorer right now, being one of the guys on that Vivo Francis Top 100 watch list.
0: Very nice. His name is head basketball coach Billy Mims with Florida Tech Basketball. They're going to be at Tampa tonight. Coach, I know you're super busy, so thanks for coming out with me, and good luck with the game tonight.
1: Thanks, Mark. Always a pleasure.